Sports Station 1043 and presents Stokely and Zach. All right, happy Friday to you, Brandon Stokely. Happy Friday. Your hair. There's something up oh, with it. Have you noticed? Yeah. You know what I did for the first time? What did you I do? I did something that you always do. I took your advice and I put, I did leave-in conditioner. No. Yes. <laughs> Thinking about you, I was like, you know what? Because uh, my the person that cuts my hair, she was like, you need to do conditioner more. I got to do it like once every two or three weeks, you know? Like, like washing your hair with conditioner? Yes. Oh, okay. And the sh- after you shampoo, then yeah. you do conditioner, yes. right? So, but I, I just like, I'm not doing it every time I wash my hair. Okay. I'm not doing it every day. Just okay. not, right? And then, and, 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 and what's the reason why you wouldn't? Huh? What's the reason why you wouldn't? I just don't, too much time. I'm like, I'm in and out. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. I'm going to wash my hair and that's it. So I don't okay. feel like doing the conditioner also. Just don't feel like okay. it. Okay. But I didn't know about leave-in conditioner. You started talking about it. You're like, yeah, I just put in a little leave-in conditioner in the morning. I was like, oh, I can just do leave-in? Perfect. So I did it for the first time today. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. It. But it was like almost like gel, too. And um, so it's a little bit different. Just leave it in, I guess, right? Hopefully my hair doesn't fall out. No, you're good, oh, man. Geez, I don't know. Good. I don't know. I'm already losing it. Hopefully it doesn't all fall oh, off in the leave-in conditioner. Gosh. But they say you need a condition, like once a day. Like if you wash your hair, you need a condition. And so I like that better, like just being able to wash my hair, you know, get out of the shower, a little bit of a dry, and then just do yes. the leave-in conditioner yes. and bolt. Yes. So that, that's going to be the process now, I think. So I appreciate I, I put you on, like, Pedialytes and Gatorades. Yes. Like, a lot. Like to, you know, get the, the big zero. coffee. Right. So, but that's something that you've done for me. Look so I wanted that. to say, you know. Golly. Yeah. Look, we work good as a team. We're, we're pretty, good. Like, when we're not fighting and, <laughs> yes. like, friendly, look, we could we could do something special together. So. Uh, uh, kiss her. time? Uh, well, hold on one second. Oh. Uh, kiss her. Uh, conditioner? Do you condition your hair? I do not, know. no. Mo- no, okay. I would say most guys don't conditioner their hair. I, I, I bet, bet you Drew does. Drew, you condition your hair? I do not, actually. No, no never? No. Never? No. Just, I, I never do. you do, do like, a two-in-one? I do the two-in-one, yeah. Shampoo. So I don't know if that counts. Does All that right. count? Um, eh. Eh, That's yeah. a smaller degree, right? right. Yeah, yeah. No, just shampoo it every like every other day, but no, no conditioner. Shampoo, so 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 shampoo every other day. Every other day. That's what some people say. You don't. You yeah. shouldn't wash your hair every single day. I shampoo every 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 day. Same. If I'm taking a second shower in a day, I won't. But if if I'm showering, I I, I shampoo. Yeah. I, wait, did you say what now? If you sh- if you sh- shower, like what? if I'm taking a second shower oh, in a day, yes. like I've already showered right. today, I'm right. going to shower after a workout here. I'm not gonna. Shampoo I have hair. to cigar smoke. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, so I got to shampoo. Yes. Yes. Cigar smoke. Cigar <laughs> uh, so I have to. All right. Uh, we don't have a ton of time here. Let's go for it. All right. Let's, we can do a few of them. All right, let's, let's do it. All right, let's, let's go, go for it. it. Let's play some trivia here on a Friday. Started doing this uh, during the week of the Super Bowl and had so much fun with it. Last week, you went perfect. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Uh, I tried again. My goal is just to right. reset. My goal is not to stump you. Okay, good. Like, we yeah. can each stump each other all day with right. questions. Like, you know, what was the attendance at the Super Bowl? Like, who right. knows? Who cares? Like, you kind of want to just move the move the muscle a little bit up there. <sighs> okay. Question number one. The quarterback typically wins MVP. And that's part of our theme today. Last week, it was the class of 83. Oh, this is Remember? a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, typically, the regular season MVP is designated for quarterbacks, but not always. Who is the last non-quarterback to win the NFL's regular season MVP award? That's a good one. Um, and you would think it would have to be probably a running back, right? And I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna go with this guy because I was thinking like maybe TD and like you did that to me a, a week or two ago like your know, Broncos question that should be easy and and like of course I whiffed it and like Broncos country's like you're freaking idiot Stokely how'd you not get that right how do you sports radio here you didn't know what happened in you know 1989 you did that on purpose it was definitely yes. not on purpose yes it was yes it was but it was and an added benefit Adrian Peterson yes you're on it <gasps> 2012. That was the um, that was the comeback season following an ACL, yeah. and he was like I think the eighth member to the 2,000 yard club. Okay, which could be fun uh, next week to to examine. Question number two: During the 1990s, which NFL player won three regular season MVP awards in a row? 
Yeah, I got to get this one. That is hard to I got to get this one. That is hard 1990s, to do. 1990s, this guy won three MVPs back to back to back like Jokic. Oh, talk to me like Jokic on your head. <laughs> oh, man. He's going to do it again, Zach. He's going to do, do it again. He's going to do it again. He's going to do it again. Should I spend it already? Uh, Should I cash it? it, it just, it's, it's good okay. money. It's, uh, it's good money. Gosh. Man, that is. this is a 90s. This is 90s. So you got to think about the good teams in the 90s. I'm doing a little process here. Yep. Um, you know, I'm thinking about the Bills, right? They had good teams. The Steelers, um, the Cowboys, uh, were those good teams in the 90s? Of course. But dang, MVP three years in a row in the 90s? Wow. Man, this is, mm, I mean, I, I just feel like it's low-hanging fruit. and um, That's the reason okay. why we're asking yeah, it. Yeah, okay, I, I, I'll go with... Uh, Brett Favre? Brett, <laughs> Brett Favre. Yes! Yes! Oh, yes! Oh, yes! I, did, I was kind of stumped there. Um, honestly, just really stumped there. Just looking at the teams here. and He was on top of the world then. That's right. Brett Favre. Yeah. Before he started dipping in those other accounts. I mean, you got to help your child school out. <laughs> we, can get, we can get from the welfare fund to, to, yeah, to, to just, get that new just, volleyball yeah, stadium. Yeah, right? She needs a good place to play. Money. Yeah, dude, dig in that welfare yeah. fund. Yeah. It's all good. No one will notice. <laughs> oh, man. You got it covered. Don't worry about Goodness it. Goodness gracious. Question number four. Who did Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls beat? To win their first NBA championship back in 1991. Okay. In 91, Jordan won his first one. <sighs> I mean, you look, okay. Can I go through a few teams with you, you that um, you come can. to the top of my mind? Portland. Got to go Utah, right? I mean, remember Utah, but that was his last one. Um, we know that, right? The push-off game. Is mm-hmm. that correct? That was, last one? that was 98. Um Oh, Rockets, you know, Rockets were a good team then back in back in the nineties. Keem the Dream. Wow. Okay, I'm just gonna go with my first one because I remember him having some good games against this team, and I don't. It wasn't really the first one, I don't think, but this is the one that comes to mind. I'm gonna go with Portland and uh, that group of you know Clyde uh, Drexler, and uh, but I don't. I don't really honestly believe it was the first one, but I know there was one in there, right, where they took down Portland. And he had the three. He did the shrug. Like, he made, kept making the three-pointers. Like, I, I don't know. He made, like, ten in the first quarter. I'll, I'll bring you a coffee on Monday, which yeah. I tried to today, yeah. out of the goodness of my heart. I'll bring you a coffee. You, you did. You did. I'll, I'll bring you, you always do it too late. You know that? I like, text you at 1025, brother. I get to work early. I get to work early. I thought that was early enough. I literally tried to text you early enough, like, demarcation 1030, text you 1020-something. I had texted you at 9.50-something. You could have just texted me then, and that was when I was on my way to work. I'll bring you a okay. coffee Monday if you, you can did tell try, me. You did though, so thank you. I want to thank you. I'll bring you coffee on Monday if you could tell me who the primary defender was when he made that shot and shrugs. And he's, he's looking toward you. Know who he's, you know who he's uh, 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 doing that in that series to? I'm pretty sure. Robinson. Is it Cliff? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was Cliff Robinson as the primary defense. We're in the weeds here, and I love it. Wow. I absolutely love it. You I impressed? love it. You impressed I with am. that one? I am. That's good. Wow. Okay, so who was the first one again? The first championship was uh, the, the Blazers were the second championship. Okay. The first championship was the Los Angeles Lakers. Wow, that was really? The, that was the end of the Lakers with Magic. They were still good enough to be there. Still good enough to be there, uh, but not good enough to win it. It was uh, the Bulls in five. And I'll buy you lunch on Monday. Oh, oh, look at you. If you could remember who the coach of the, that Blazers uh, team was. The Blazers team. Or no, excuse me, excuse me, uh, the, the Lakers team. Paul Wessel. Good freaking guess. No, oh, about to, I was about to run around again. Holy cow. Oh, my gosh. It was Mike Dunleavy. Okay. Who went on to coach forever. Um, <sighs> okay, uh, you're off to a really good start. Thank you. We got to take a break. That was fun. You, that you, was fun. Do you want to take a break from trivia? Or do you um, want to j- jump right back into it? What, what, you, run, you run the show. I'm, I'm down for whatever. Uh, clip that and put it on the iPad. You run the show, <laughs> and I'm down for whatever. More trivia is coming up next. You're listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. 
We're kind of freestyling here on a Friday, getting loose, having fun. We started uh, implementing uh, sports trivia on a Friday, and uh, I love trivia and was doing it forever uh, in upstate New York before, and even had done some here uh, since moving to Denver. To, had, had a deal a few years ago with Old Chicago. D-Max scooped and scored your, your, your yeah, deal there. Yeah, he took my endorsement. Yeah. Um, Did you say thank you or anything? No. No, really? No. Huh. No, didn't even get a pizza. Wow. Um, so we started doing trivia the week of the Super Bowl. We were doing it. It was Super Bowl trivia every day leading up to the Super Bowl on that week. And we had so much fun. So we started doing it here on a Friday. Um, and last week, you're great. You're off to a uh, three and one start through four questions. The fellows are playing behind the glass. Hopefully, you're playing along at home or in the car. And we're keeping it light. The The first question was, who is the last non-quarterback to win the NFL's regular season MVP? You hit it on the head. It was Adrian Peterson back in 2012. Uh, question number two was, during the 1990s, which NFL player won three straight regular season MVP awards? You had that uh, on the nose. It was Brett Favre. Question number three was, the last defensive... Uh, oh, no, we didn't get to this no, one. Yeah, you skipped one. I skipped that. Yeah. Uh, we hit uh, who did Michael Jordan and the Bulls beat to win their first NBA championship back in 1991? You guessed Portland. That was their second championship. The correct answer was the Lakers. And we move on here. I got the bonus question right, though, already. You do? Cliff Robinson. No, I oh, got the oh, bonus yes. one right. Cliff yes. Robinson. Yes, because. Was the guy Gordon Jordan when he, when did, he did the, the shrug. shrug. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, you're talking about full circle. I'm pretty sure. Magic Johnson was on the call doing color commentary. Oh, wow. The year after he stepped away from the game, and he came wow. back like the next season, I think, for a short stint. But I'm, I think, I'm not positive, but I think he was on the broadcast, and that's who Jordan's looking over at, oh, giving wow. the shrug. I see, I didn't even realize that. I, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty there. sure that was his fifth three, that half. Um, and Jordan was not a notorious three point shooter, which is why he's doing the shrug. Okay. NFL MVP usually goes to a quarterback. And if it's not a quarterback, it goes to like a running back. You already guessed Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Terrell Davis won one yep. in the late 90s, regular season MVP. Who was the last defensive player to win NFL regular season MVP? Wow. Wow. Man. Um... I go to, like, a guy getting a lot of sacks or something, right? I mean, that's kind of interceptions or sacks. I don't really have a great guess here. Um, I want to give you the year, but I think you'd, no, be just, you'd really no, zero in. Yeah, don't give me the year because I'll still get it wrong, and then I'll feel worse. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just not, like, know anything and just get it wrong that way, right? Like, okay, you didn't even help me out at all. Yeah, this is pretty This is pretty. It's open like you're trying to cheat on a test and you get it wrong. It's like, that dude, sucks. Yeah, so don't give me help because it won't help. Reggie White. Good guess. I believe the year was 1986. It was Lawrence Taylor. Oh, dang it. I was close. I was on the right path. Yes, you were. Ah, yes, just you were. Stuck on kind of Reggie White. And, you know, because he had uh, he had the sack record for a while. He right? did. And he then did. Strahan tied it or passed him. or uh, Strahan passed it, pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. And then Watt tied it. Watt, I believe Watt tied it as well. Yeah. Tied. I think 22 and a half, I think, is the number. Okay. Yeah. Something right there. Um, house cleaning, the good kind. It was Magic Johnson on the call during the uh, NBA Finals against wow. Portland, which Jordan is shrugging over at him. That's good. A little nugget there. Yeah. Question number five. I love this music. Oh, it's great. <laughs> what NBA player? Found a way to win seven NBA titles with three different teams in the 1990s and early 2000s. Robert Orr, big game, big game. Backstory there, yeah. Backstory, backstory there. Uh, one of my buddies and a buddy of yours was, uh, I think, saw him in Vegas and like was like. Loved him. You know, loved Robert Big Game. Big Game, right? It was a, a Big Shot Bob. Big Shot, yeah. Big Shot Bob, right? I yep. mean, who, who wouldn't love to be called Big Shot Bob? He's like, yell that Big Shot Bob. 
and like pissed him off. Really? Yeah. Didn't, the guy didn't like it supposedly. So and he was in Vegas. I think it was Vegas. Might Must have been, have been might down. Have, might have been yeah. probably down. Yeah. Just irritable. But like somebody called like Big Shot Snow. What up? Yes, <laughs> that's me. You know, I mean, how cool? What a right. cool nickname. Right. Big Shot Bob. I mean, that's that's awesome. So there you go. And the three teams he won with were San Antonio. Correct. Um. Who else did he play? Lakers? Bingo. Um, Houston? Bingo. Won two with Houston during Jordan's retirement when uh, the Rockets went back-to-back. Won three with Shaq and Kobe. Won two more with the Spurs. I think I have a sign. And Robert. he's a central part in all of them, by Yeah, way. I mean, because he made, that's how he got the nickname. Yes, I mean, yes. it's like, uh-oh, there's a shot, you know, three-pointer at the end of the game, you know, in the last minute to yep. take the lead or to extend the lead. But I, got, I think I got a Robert Ory um, San Antonio uh, jersey signed by really? him. Really? Yeah. Love it. Remember him breaking the back of the Kings with a tip-out shot with no time left uh, in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, Vladi in the post uh, presser Vladi. called it uh, a lucky shot. And Ori was just not a very, like, articulate person. He's just kind of, like, he just wasn't, like, didn't wax poetic. And I remember him being asked. He said, hey, Vladi said your shot was lucky. And him just being, like, so flustered up there. He goes, he, 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 go, go pick up a paper or something. That's what I said. Go pick up a go oh. pick up a paper or something. I, I I don't know why I remember that. Okay. Okay, question number six. Among the top five all time leading passers in NFL history, only one quarterback did it with one team. Who is it? Top five all time leading passers. Gibson's is passing yards all time. So like Brady's number one on that list. Played for okay. the right. Patriots and the Bucks. Gotcha. There's one guy on that list who did it with one team. Well, I'll go through a couple candidates here who threw for a lot of yards, and I feel like they played for, I think they played for one team. And you um, you look at a guy like, I mean, I start with like Jim Kelly and Dan Marino, right? I mean, I think Jim Kelly only played for Buffalo. I know mm-hmm. he played, didn't he play in the Canadian League? or uh, It was the USFL. USFL okay, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then you look at Dan Marino. I mean, both those guys seem like they threw for a ton of yep. yards, right? Yep. I don't know if they're top five or not, but that's kind of where my mind goes you, you think here recently and there's really no one in the in the top five that's playing right now um brady just retired like yep. you said uh so i mean that's kind of where i'm at um you know brett Favre threw for a lot of yards he played for multiple teams um so i'm just going to kind of go with the first two guys that came to mind there with with jim kelly and dan marino um oh he had the k gun I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna go with I'll go with Jim Kelly. It's a really good guess. Damn, both, both are really good guesses. <laughs> good guess does not does not win you anything, Zach. Marino is top ten all okay. time. Oh, so both of them were off. Yep. Okay. Yep. This guy actually retired relatively recently. The only guy in the top five all time leading passers in NFL history. Look at the look at the boys in the back. I love oh. this. Big Ben. Wow. Big would, Ben. Yeah. Fifth mm. fifth, fifth wow. all time. Did it with the Steelers. We're going a little bit longer here. It's okay. OT, OT, OT. How about this one? Question number seven. What quarterback, not named John Elway or Peyton Manning, is among the top 20 all-time passing yards in NFL history and also played for the Broncos? What quarterback, not named Peyton Manning or John Elway, is is in the top 20 all-time passing yards? See, here you go with the Broncos question again. See, here you go. <laughs> oh, my god. Here you go. I'm here not, you go. Like, little I'm Broncos because they're driving to the car like, Stokely! <laughs> no. How can you get this wrong? What oh guy's on the gosh. Top, top 20 list all-time <sighs> passing so yards in NFL sweating, history? I'm nervous. It's this like, is, I can't think. It's the best-case scenario oh. here. <laughs> not named Elway because uh-huh. Elway's top 20 passer, right? Peyton Manning's top 20 passer, of course. There's another guy that played for the Broncos who's a top 20 passer in NFL history. Top 20 passer in NFL history played for the Broncos. And it just could be just for a cup of coffee, right? Could be. Oh, man. Golly. I want to say this guy's name, but then if it's not it, it's going to be like you're an idiot. Um, say it. <laughs> can I think about this one? Or do I need to make the call now? I'm trying to think back in the day. You know, it can't be anyone back in the day. Like, it's not Frank Chapuka or whatever. I mean, or, you know. 
I'm going to go. Is it a... Oh. Use your lifeline. No lifeline. No lifeline here. Um, you want to go 50-50? No, I don't want to go 50-50. So, see, now I'm kind of almost going like, how many yards has Russ thrown for in his career? You know? Uh, like a recent guy. This is hysterical that you would say that because I'm yeah. just going to give you a hint. Okay. I said top 21, uh, 20 passer of all time. Russ is literally 21. Oh, wow. So he's, so he's, he's not qualified for this. Okay. And then, and then, um, I thought, uh, it can't be this guy, but I can't, I don't have any other names. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say uh, Joe Flacco. Bingo. Oh! <laughs> Flacco's 19th all time passer. Is that unbelievable? Mile high, Joe. The gear is discounted. Woo! Really good. That one felt good. Really that good. That one felt good. I, I, have, just, I, I didn't think there was anybody back like in the 70s or 80s that did not, you know, it was just John. It was like Jake Plummer didn't throw for that many yards. Right. wasn't here that long. And then who else could you go with? So that was, that was either going to be one that was going to be just like, you're an idiot. He's nope. Joe Flacco. No, but that 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 was, that was the degree of difficulty was you know about a seven out of a ten there. Really yeah. good, really thank you, good. Thank you. That was fun. I, I have job. a bonus. We don't have time. We'll get to it here uh, uh, shortly. But ESPN listed the landing spots for the top fifty free agents in the NFL, and is there finally a solution next month to the ever present right tackle problem? That's next. It's Stokely and Zach on Denver's Sports Station, 1043, The Fan. I've said this to you a few times through the years. I just believe for the most part, for the most part, like great art is just great art. And if you release it at any point, like you hear the start of that song, if that's debuting on today's radio, it's a massive hit all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. All right. ESPN. Mr. Stokely listed the landing spots for the top 50 free agents in the National Football League. We talked about Draymond Jones earlier this week being on this list. Remember where they had him going? Do you remember that? Wait, what? Well, you, oh, yeah, I was talking to you. Me? I was, watching, live on the I was air. watching uh, Ja take it, take it to someone. Um, ja needs to figure out uh, who he wants to be as a, as a pro. That's my take on John Morant. Okay. And he needs to get some of the the, the knuckleheads out of his circle. Mm. Mm. He can have a long, awesome career. You can't just go pointing automatic weapons into the Pacers' bus. Yeah, not, no, you can't do that. Not great. Um, not great, Bob. No. What, what were you saying about Draymond Jones? ESPN listed the top landing spots for the... T- uh, uh, the um, yeah, Bears. Yep. Draymond Jones. Jones. They, had him yep. Going to, they had Draymond Jones as like the 16th best available free agent in the whole NFL this year. Yes. We talked about that a little earlier in the week. They have Dalton Reisner as the 45th best available free agent in the NFL this year, and they have his best team fit, the Los Angeles Rams. Rams' offensive line was awful last year, it was, and it was injured, you know, really banged up across the board for them. So that makes a lot of sense. Look, Reisner's going to get a nice contract. He is. You know, because he's a – Good football player. He's hitting free agency right in his prime. And, you know, you don't find – everyone's looking for good quality linemen. That's right. And, and Reisner's a good quality lineman, right? I think we look at our offensive line, we're like, oh, with this. but as a group, yeah, it hasn't been good enough. But you're changing coordinators. You're changing offenses year after year. It's hard to get continuity and consistency. But Reisner's still a good player. Right. And he will be valued on the market, the teams that are looking for a guard. Yep. No, you're, you're spot on. You know who it reminds me of? Is because we all agree Dalton's good football player. Do you want to pay him what he's going to get in free agency? Right. Do you want to pay a good player uh, great money? And 
I don't know why I'm thinking of this name, but Matt Paradis. Remember Matt Paradis? Yeah. The center. Good player. Right. I was like, do you want to sign him up for $60 million? I think he got Carolina. that from like, the Jets or Carolina. There you go. McGovern went to the Jets. Got a good freaking memory, dude. Um, so Okay, so best of luck to Reisner. His days in a Broncos uniform probably over. Probably, probably. But, but you never say never, right? I mean, we're still we're here, and you just don't know what it looks like moving forward. And so probably over, but, yeah. you know, we'll see. Yeah, br- br- bringing his third-grade teacher from Wiggins to help with the negotiation. They keep, you're going to stay home, Dalton. <laughs> His math teacher. His math teacher. Um, The 42nd best available, according to ESPN, the best available free agent in this cycle, they had his best team fit as the Denver Broncos. His name is Caleb McGarry. Never heard of him. Offensive tackle. And the uh, brief explanation they give, they said, starting right tackle Billy Turner is headed into free agency. So the Broncos would be smart to land McGarry to block for Russell Wilson and Sean Payton's new offensive system. A 2019 first-round pick, McGarry has some quickness off the ball and can use his movement skills to match up to speed on the edge. While long, longer pass rushers can create conflict for McGarry, I see him as an upgrade for Denver. Wilson took 55 sacks last season, which is tied for most in the NFL. Did you tell me who he played for? I was just trying to read that article. I didn't see. I don't. Do we know who... Um uh, Caleb McGarry played for was it Falcons? Yes, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Really? Okay. Uh, remember the, when the Falcons went kind of uh, offensive line, offensive line? They were really trying to bolster their offensive line there. Um, all right, sure. We need a tackle, right tackle. Would he fit the mold? And could we have him for the next four or five years? It should be entering his prime, right, going into his fifth year or whatever. Um, so I just yeah. asked the question. I just asked the question. You spent a first round pick on this guy. Exactly. Why is he available? Ex- I, I I know. Right. Um. Well. Okay. How about this? Who does he play for? Atlanta. Atlanta's way over the cap. They were last year. Way way over the cap with the Matt Ryan situation. So that's right. You get to the point where you're like, okay, you know, we just got to kind of get our cap in order and. You know, we can't pay this guy. And, and then all, on the same time, you know, maybe they tried to pay him, and he's just like, no, that's not enough, right? I, I, I'm going to get a bigger contract out on the open market. So, But it always is, Zach. There's always – you better, like, not just read this like, oh, you know, oh, Caleb McGarry, oh, he's got great skill set and this and that. And, like, there's got to be something else here because elite and great, you know, offensive linemen don't make it a free agency usually. So – that 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 was a good question because um, you just don't see those guys around. But no, oh my gosh, that would be great. I just mean, so I'm down. to the position. I mean, give us our right tackle. You know, we got our left tackle locked up for the next decade. Um, Bolsey, Bolsey ain't going anywhere. <laughs> I love trade. it. Bolsey's gonna get traded. Oh. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> I mean, some people say the craziest things. It's unbelievable. If last night. <sighs> Was any indication for the tone for the final sprint of the NBA season? We're, you know what else we're going to talk about here? We hadn't talked about, and I got want to get off my chest, this thing going down on Alabama. Okay. Basketball. I also have a leftover bonus question for you from Trivia. And we have um, what's going to go down on Sunday. And I want to get yes. your opinion on it down yes. there at Ball Arena. Because someone's coming back. Guess so, who's back? To the Mile High City, baby. Yeah. Okay. All that's next. Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan presents Stokely and Zach. I'm just kind of stumped right now. Oh, I gotta guess. I do not. Man, but, did, but we just played this guy. Is this Al Dean again? Sounds like Al Dean to me. Uh, Brad Paisley. Probably Keith Urban. Is it? Oh, this is Joe. Brantley Gilbert. Okay, Brantley Gilbert. I don't know that. Yeah. Not, um, I don't know. That's not my cup of tea. There, not my country. Uh, Do better, shaking fingers. Couple things we uh, got to get to here. Um, 
if last night was any indication about the tone being set for the final sprint of the NBA season, it's been set. In my opinion, uh, and you can hear this on the Mile High Hoops podcast presented by Superbook, I think it's the best road win of the year. There's other good candidates. They beat Golden State early in the year on the road, but Golden State never turned out to be Golden State. They were struggling early. They were really struggling. Golden State was. Badly. Um, there was it, a, oh, Go ahead. No, no, sorry. Go. No, there, there was a game winner from Jamal Murray uh, in Portland that was like high Man. drama, um, but I wouldn't qualify that as uh, uh, like the most signature road Portland's win. Portland's not a great team. They're not. Cavs are the real deal. The best Eastern Conference home team. Oh, wow. Last night, I think their record 25-6 and six heading into last night. Yes. I mean, they are just so good, and they're the best defensive team in the entire NBA by a lot of metrics. So to go in there, the first game after the All-Star break, without your power forward, who is arguably an All-Star, yes. Aaron Gordon, to go in there, they were fully staffed, and they got it done in comeback fashion. They finished the game on a 22-12 to 12 run. Cleveland didn't score in the last two minutes. You dominated the fourth, 26-18. Wow. You won the fourth there. So, to your point there. Love um, it. That's what good teams do. That's what great teams do. They finish games off. And Jokic with another great performance. So, yeah, just just keeping it going. Impressive. You know, will, will there be a letdown and, you know, after the All-Star break? And you're, you're on the road against a good team. So, I mean, you, you could have lost by double digits easily. It, been, it is what it is. But they came out ready to play yep. after extended rest and extended downtime without one of their best players in Aaron Gordon. Impressive win. And, and Jamal didn't even play that great. That's true. You know, he had, had, had an amazing assist night, but was 3 for 11 from 3, uh, 6 of 19. Jokic goes for a big boy triple-double, 24 points, uh, 18 rebounds, 13 assists, uh, 2 steals, hit my same game parlay. Um, and the Nuggets um, are off and rolling here. They've won 4 in a row. And, um, the you know, the beat goes on. Uh, with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Avs back in action tonight in Winnipeg, and then they turn around and play tomorrow uh, as well at home, I believe. I think that game is against Calgary. Let me triple-check right here. Yes. Uh, So we got a back-to-back in Winnipeg tonight, home uh, tomorrow, kind of a late start, uh, 8 o'clock on a Saturday evening. I'm just worried about, you know, real quick on that, Makar. That's my, I just, I would not play him. Um, until, you know, if you wanted to knock some rust off towards the end of the season, maybe throw him out there. But if he gets another concussion coming back, then what do you do? You're almost done for the season, right? So I just would not play him. He's too important, obviously. You're not going to win the cup without him. So he's a guy that he's a veteran player now, and he's been through it all. It's like, okay, we'll save you up for the playoffs here and for this playoff run. Yeah. And that that's the way I would approach Kale McCall right now after having those two concussions in a three four week span. Is that was yeah? That it, it, it was it was two concussions within eleven days. Yeah, oh, that soon? It felt like three weeks. So yes, you can't play him. You can't. You're going to be in a two situation. I mean, you just absolutely can't play him until it matters. Until you have to play him, and that's if he's feeling great. Sounds like he's feeling fine. I don't care if he gets another one. You're screwed. You know what? I, I think I disagree with the take, but I think it's very fair from you. I think it's very fair. Now, Matt uh, Smith sent uh, us a video. Kale uh, skating around. Looks okay. good. But how much is that worth? But in you get hit to, in the facility? head, yeah. and you don't look good. Right. I mean, you right. know, right. he was looking good before the second concussion. Right. You get hit in the head. You're it. not looking good. You're done. I get it. That's my rant. Um do you want to do? Uh, I got, I got, I got one more trivia question okay. for you, and it's a new style. I kind of, tri- I kind of don't know if I want another trivia. I, I went out on top with like a big boy answer that I got right and felt great. I, I but can save it. It's a new style. I'm not scared of competition, so <laughs> let's do it. it. It's it's a new style of question. Oh, a new style. Who am I? Petey Pablo. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Take your shirt off. Wave it around your head. Look at a helicopter. helicopter. Okay. Who am I? I am a Big Ten quarterback taken in the top five of the 1995 NFL draft. I was named to two Pro Bowls more than 10 years apart from one another. I played in a Super Bowl. And I'm also a top 20 passer all time in NFL history. Wow. Okay, let me look at these NFL teams. Wow. I'm okay. going to run it back for you because okay. I just gave you a lot. Who am I? 
I'm a Big Ten quarterback taken top five in the 1995 NFL draft. I was named to two Pro Pro Bowls, but those appearances are more than 10 years apart. I played in a Super Bowl, and I'm also on the top 20 all-time passing list. Man. Top 20 all-time passing list. Big 10 quarterback. So you're... You're a you're a you're you're a good. Let me look at the Big Ten teams. You're a good football player, man. Top five. You're top a good, five. Good football player. Back right? in 1995. Um, two Pro Bowls more than ten years apart, and that's so unusual. That is so unusual to have more than a decade in between Pro Bowl appearances. Man, played in a Super Bowl, and is also on the top twenty all-time passing list. I go through some of these teams looking at me. It's not Iowa. It's not Indiana. Illinois, you look at Illinois. Okay, was it Jeff George? Jeff George was before that, I, I um, imagine. You think of Michigan quarterbacks? Um, you kind of go to Ohio State now, Purdue. I mean, you had some good quarterbacks there, Drew Brees, but that's 95 Man, I'm kind of running out of teams here. Um, Zach, uh, Penn State, who did Penn State have? You know, Penn State had some good quarterbacks back in the day. Probably a little bit of an under-the-radar type of college, maybe one that I went over, like a Minnesota or Northwestern, right? Um, man, this is a tough one. Um, two Pro Bowls, 10 years apart, huh? Top 20 all-time passing. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty much stumped here on this one. Fellas, anyone want to weigh in? I think Drew? I got it. See, I, I, yeah, Drew, go ahead. All right, from Penn State University. Oh, wow, Penn State. Kerry Collins. Kerry Collins. We had just talked about Kerry Collins. That's why I thought like you may have felt guilty saying it because Drew just right. said his name in the most previous break, and he did play in the Super Bowl against. Uh, he played for the New York Giants in the Super Bowl against you, exactly. against the Ravens, exactly. Yes, appeared in two Pro Bowls. One was in 1996. The next was in 2008. Who was he playing for in 2008 when he made that Pro Bowl? In 2008? Oh, um, I'm trying to... Kerry Collins was a Pro Bowl quarterback in 2008, more than a decade after the first appearance. Carolina? Good guess. Saints? The Titans. Wow. The Titans. Wow. But he wow. Did, yeah. He's got one of the most classic videos of, of all time out there. When he got arrested, he was he was playing for the Saints. I think it was, was the it Saints. DUI. Yeah, and he was walking out of jail smoking a cigar. Wow, type of situation. Yes. What? And the cameras were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google it. Um, I want to have I, to I, do I, that. Yeah, tonight, late night, I'll Google it and refresh the memory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as I'm smoking a cigar, <laughs> I love. Yeah, it. can't wait. Um, real quick, you want to get something off your chest about the Alabama situation? Oh, yeah. Just, just awful. You know, a young uh, mother, single mother, uh, loses her life because one of the players allegedly killed her. Yes, um, it was Darius Miles. So he has since been arrested and suspended from the team. Other player gave him the gun, yeah. brought him the gun, delivered him the gun that night, and he's still playing. Yep. He's still playing. Nothing to see here. I just think it's absolutely insane that that kid is still playing on that basketball team Right now, I mean, I don't know what the laws are down there, but obviously it's not it wasn't his gun. I don't think it was his gun and he's transporting it. And was it registered? Was it, you know, like there's a lot. Was it on? Was he on campus with it? I mean, there's like how is this kid still playing basketball right now when he brought a gun to a teammate and told the teammate, hey, it's loaded. Yeah, he said there's one in the head ready to go. And he knew what it was for. And there's text messages out there. But this. This individual is still playing basketball his in college. His name is Brandon Miller. He's projected to go top three overall in the NBA draft. He is a uh, he's like he, he's just he's scored thirty something points the other night. I mean, he, he, he is the game winner in, uh, in double in overtime or double overtime. I've watched him play twice now. He looks like the real deal, and that is the reason why he's still playing. Just awful, man. Someone someone got murdered. Yeah, murdered because of that. Imagine being her family turning on the TV watching Brandon Miller play. This, this but it's awful. more shame on uh, Nate Oates and the university. Nate Oates said, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Like, dude, they made it wrong place, wrong time. They created the intersection of wrong place, wrong time. And he's an absolute idiot. 
that coached for Alabama. Nate Oates. He needs to be fired. He should be fired for that comment. And he tried to walk it back and take it back like the next day. Yeah. He's like, well, it's, these it's, kids it's, off campus, they right. want to practice. I can't, I can't, you yeah. know, control them and, and, and be around. Yeah. Man, that, that was, those are your two players. It's really rough. And they were both one, two involved, you know, in, in, in a part of killing someone. And, you know, you're the captain of the ship again. You're responsible to yeah. a certain degree. Now, you can't control everything. You're not, you don't need to be arrested, but you don't say that into a microphone can't do when it. you're so the stupid. head coach. So stupid. It's just awful. Just awful. Just he, he's, he's a complete idiot. Um, also, that that coach down there in Bass, uh, for Alabama, he should be fired just for making those comments like, are you serious? Dude, do you know someone just lost their life because one of your players? Yeah, and there's a five-year-old little boy that yeah. no longer has a mom. What do you make of Bones Highland coming back on Sunday? Does he get a video tribute, Zach? Hell no. <laughs> no, I know, what, I know what your opinion is. Do you think they do one for him? Um, no, I don't. I don't think they do one for him. I think this time last year they might have. They might have because Tim Connolly was very, he was very uh, hyper aware of how the Nuggets treatment of their own players is viewed around the NBA. Mm, sure. And and I think that, you know, that's why we saw, you know, RJ Hampton, you know, was included in a video tribute. He played twenty one games as a rookie average one point per game. Why the hell would that happen? It's just the ultimate sensitivity this time around, because of how it ended, I don't think he gets one. Do you think he gets one? I don't think he should. Like, for me, it's video tributes almost like getting in the ring of fame. Like, you got to be here. You got to do something for a while. You don't just get it just because, you know, we drafted you. Yeah. And, um, so, but teams are so sensitive nowadays to things like that that they just do it for no reason. And, and you know, basketball, you play so many basketball games, you got to have, you know, something to put on the jumbotron up there to keep fans' attention. Um, but I don't think they like the way that he ended it ended bones keeps on talking he was talking again yesterday Mm -hmm. he doesn't stop talking he's kind of throwing michael malone under the bus a little bit here Mm -hmm. he continues to do that um so i say no and they shouldn't do it don't do it denver nuggets (laughs) don't do it this is kkfn kkfn oh my goodness oh my goodness look at you on a friday hey my mind is already i thought i missed it i thought you had already done it before i walked in here (laughs) man this is the latest Um, ever ever Fun show. Killed it. Lots to it. I hope you have a great weekend, Mr. Stokely. You too. Um, fellas? What's your favorite part of the what's article that? in The Athletic? Wow. What's your favorite part? I mean, there's uh, so many good parts, but what's your favorite part? Oh, did you take gosh. mine? Is that mine? Um, no, you, ha- you have it somewhere. Um, gosh, there's a lot there. I mean, the one, they, you know, Hackett took the countdown of the play clock totally on the chin. I mean, they that it was totally. Do you think on the that gym. was accurate, though. I mean, do you think mm-hmm. that's really what happened? I want to go back and watch that game and see because mm-hmm. we could go back and watch it and right. see like when the play is going in and like w- how long they spend actually in the huddle. So I think you could kind of deduce yourself by going back sure. and watching that, sure. you know, and seeing. But but, but yeah. I think the common yeah. consensus was like, you know, Hackett's so new and so dumb, yeah. he no, can't get the really. plays in time. Not and really. then that that's a new piece of information. Um, yeah. A new piece of information that that he went to Seattle ownership to try to get Schneider and Pete Carroll fired. Which he denied today. Which he denied. Twitter. Which which did he actually say you need to fire those guys, or did he say it in a roundabout way that yeah. gives them like deniability? Are we getting in semantics? Like it wasn't Russell who walked up there, but it was Mark Rogers through this, through that. Exactly. I mean, you can always just say I didn't do it. If Mark Rogers, your agent, is pounding on somebody's door, that's right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. a lot of a lot pounding of... on somebody's door. Your agent is the one that talks to you every single day, right, Stoke? Yep. You communicate with those guys. Yeah, but and, you and, didn't do it, right? Mm. Yeah. And uh, Orlando, his only client is Russell Wilson. That's right. it. Mm-hmm. That's right. all his attention. You know, his only is, is on like Russell Wilson. Client. Yeah, yeah. And but it so... gives Russ the the plausible deniability that he didn't. Right. I love these guys. Why would I do that? I wouldn't do that. But meanwhile, you got you know you got your minions. We also had you know he's the, got minions. Yes, we also had the new news of the last two weeks of the season. Like the office was closed. Yeah, how about everyone that? was out of the building. Yeah. Who do you think gave him that news? That hey, Patrick Smythe. I don't know that. I'm guessing. I don't know what I'm guessing. So but, Patrick told him like shut the office. Not it wasn't not George. Payton it wasn't or Patrick's decision. decision. Delivering right. the message, right? C- correct. You don't think they sat I him can, down like Greg Penner and George Payton would sit him down and no. and just said, hey, no, you think it was through back channels? Yeah, but it's because of Greg Penner. That's, sure. This is my opinion. Again, this is my opinion. Yeah. But I bet you that's how it happened. Like, Patrick, hey, Russ, uh, yeah, we're going to, we're gonna, you know, 
Got some got some news for you here, and blah 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 blah. Y'all have a great weekend. See you, Stoke. Have fun, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know what? Like one of my biggest takeaways. There's other stuff too. Like Russell hired a new publicist after the season because his image had taken such a hit. That's a fun one. It's just like, wait, what? Okay. Um, and and there's more here, but but you know, what one of my biggest takeaways is seriously. And I've seen this online. Why does it, another hit piece on Russ? Why did people come at Russ? When you have over 15, they said more than 15 players and coaches participate with these three authors. Yeah. This is why this gets printed. If no one wanted to talk about the scenario this past year, you don't have enough material to run with. But when you have so many people willing to talk to these authors, more than 15, I mean, gosh, that's that's a little bit unusual. And that's why you continuously see new content hmm. revolving around Russell. Yeah, a lot of people wanted to get stuff off of their chest, yeah. right? You sit there, you stay quiet, you're frustrated with the situation, frustrated with what you see. I remember coming on these very airways and saying, listen, like, my little birdies that I'm talking to that's in that building, guys are sick and tired and they're fed up that Russell's having this State of the Union thing. I was like, week eight. That was literally like week eight. And, and for things to keep on going down that road, sometimes guys are just not agreeing with what's going on. Right. Well, you can see where you can see where there's possible confusion in the huddle, too. If we well, we had our state of the union meeting. But hold on. We got these other plays. So so what exactly are we doing? And I'm sure the state of the union. First of all, logically, you couldn't have the state of the union meetings until the season started. Right. So all of a sudden you go through training camp and OTAs and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, we have the State of the Union things now. I mean, what happened to training camp? What happened to everything else we were doing? I mean, he certainly wasn't calling State of the Union meetings during training camp on off days, was he? Yeah, no, no, no. But but here's the thing, right? Training camp, all your time's kind of accounted for. Hey, we're running to this meeting. Like, you're, you're heads down, you're, barely, you're trying to get through that thing. At every single player. I don't know what player sits there and talks about training camp like, man, you know what? I just came through that thing and everything was easy. Well, maybe hack it because two days on, one day off. So maybe a little bit. But when you talk, start talking about your state of the union, your, your meat and extra, that all happens during the season. Nobody's yeah, but, doing but, that but, in training Right, camp. but it gets rolled out. What, now something new? If, like, I'm Jerry Judy, all of a sudden I got to go to this thing on Tuesday? Mm. Like, out of the blue? Like, I thought that was my day off. And what else we learned, that Jake Heaps was a part of the State of the Union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very confusing. So it does make sense at the beginning of the season. And he's using the same code words. You know, that's Seattle. No wonder Seattle was screaming things out. All of a sudden, it probably took them five seconds to realize, holy shnikes. He's using the same language as he did last year. Hold on. Remember that report came out where Russ could call Seattle plays and guys kind of looked at him awkwardly Mm -hmm. and guys disputed that? Yep. Now, do you you believe that? I think there's a lot of semantics with Russell Wilson. So I think it's like if you want to say, no, I didn't do it, but somebody did it for you, okay. Mm. You know, the language is like, well, it wasn't the exact language, but it was kind of like the language. It was like the language enough. Yeah. Who knows? I think there's a little bit of truth in basically everything. Every single thing. Yeah, everything. You're telling me that you're a quarterback for a decade in one place. You're using those code words. You come now here to Colorado, they, you're not going to spit out a – Red 57, and you're trying to check, and it might not be a check that you actually have in this playbook. Yeah. There's so memory, much carryover. There's hey, so much similarities. How about this you're for You're going offense, to do that a time or two. For an offensive lineman, he would change his cadence during the game from practice. And, appara- and, and apparently members of the offensive <laughs> how'd you, line said. How would you like that? Said, mm. Apparently members of the offensive line, when he tried to instill some of those changes during a game, said, hell no, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's a quote. Hell no. Right. Yeah. So... I mean, listen, there's a lot of things in here we've been talking about for months. But what I liked about the report, it filled in a lot of details right. about the things that right. we had heard about. Right. So we have, like, the shell of, like, what we thought was going on. And this, like, puts, like, meat on the skeleton yeah, type we, of thing. Yeah, we knew about the State of the Union Tuesday meetings. We suspected heaps would be part of it. This has him passing out, like, game plans. Game plans the players and on some Tuesday. of which the coaches would get and not like. And well, it's right, like, of course. Well, here's the thing. On a Tuesday as a coaching staff, last year when I was in San Francisco, there was Tuesdays at 5 p.m. where we have, you know, let's say uh, 30% of the run game that's in. And Mike McDaniels walks in and says, hey, God doesn't like it. Rip it all up. We're going like, so I don't even know how you meet on a Tuesday when the coaching staff has no idea the direction that they're going. Well, and that's they talked about in the articles, like heaps would basically present it to the real coaches and they would like some of it and they wouldn't like others. But the problem with that is it was all just presented to the Broncos players. What? 
an unmitigated mess. It was a disaster. It was. At, here's what I'll say for the people that say, "Oh, you guys are being negative," like during this five and yeah, twelve. Why season, are you piling on? It, it it was exactly it was the worst case what we thought it could be and there's a sentence in there that says quote just about everyone who spoke to the athletic painted an atmosphere of confusion and uncertainty. How about this too? Of course Russ is fine getting rid of Jake Keeps from the building right now. Why? He got Sean Payton hired. Yeah. At least if you believe this article. Yeah. And Russ wanted to get Payton hired according to this article. In Seattle. So at the end of the day, with all the crap going on, guess what happened? Russell Wilson got his way here because Sean Payton is now his coach. So he doesn't need Jake Heaps anymore. He's got his guy. And you heard it in Sean Payton's tone when he talked about Russell Wilson is wearing out Drew Brees and Delmar because that's why Russell Wilson called Sean Payton. Of course Russell Wilson wasn't calling David Shaw and Jim Harbaugh and D'Amico Ryans. No, he wasn't calling any of those guys. He wanted to get Payton in Seattle. He wanted to make sure he got his guy here in Denver, and he did. So everybody here thinks Sean Payton's necessarily the answer for Russell Wilson. Time out. Russell Wilson just got his way. Yeah. And and but here here's what I'll add to that. But also and, and Sean's I'm, an adult though too. Let's oh, let's, oh, let's, yeah. let's let's we'll let's see. say All that, right, we'll uh, see. I don't care how much if you think that if, if Sean's thinking, man, Russ just got me this job and Russ pounded on the table, I, I don't care about that narrative. Sean's still a adult. See, I I, I, I agree with you <laughs> yeah. and I think he might be end up being the perfect coach for this team, but I feel incredible about where we stood about two weeks ago that Jim Harbaugh was their first choice. Yeah, right. It was, so. it was not Sean Payton. This yeah. article said yeah. uh, after a prolonged search that included two flirtations with Michigan's Jim Harbaugh, right. an initial interview with Payton that seemed to lead to nowhere, right. and an awkward back and forth with 49ers DC D'Amico Ryans, the Broncos circled back to Payton. Right. He's choice number three. He was the third choice. Third choice, okay? And Russell got his way. This is why I wanted Harbaugh. I did. Because I knew Harbaugh wouldn't stomach any of this. But, I, he wouldn't tolerate any of this. But that doesn't mean that Sean Payton's going to stomach it either. Because he kind of set the tone to you. I hope with not. Your, with that viral video. Yeah, but do you think he really? Okay. You know in that video he denied knowing anything about Jake Heaps, right? Right, and I, I don't believe that. So you have to sift right. through what's true. So I, now that looks like a bit of a fib by Sean Payton. I, I agree with you there. But I do think there's a line of demarcation of that. Some of that stuff that was going on last year, that's not happening under Sean Payton. Better... Um, revenge sort of interesting game at Ball Arena. Nazem Kadri coming back Saturday night for the Flames. Oh, that's good. Or Bones Highland coming back Sunday for the Clippers. Uh, Kadri by a by what? a secretariat mile. Uh, Kadri won a championship. Kadri by, by a state. Now forget a mile. Kadri by the state of Colorado. How, how does that well, sound? I think Bones good. Highland played in like 110 total games. For the for the Denver Nuggets, both ways though. Fun fun weekend of ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very fun. I, fun if, if Bones was coming back to New York or Philly or Cleveland, he's probably getting booed, dude. If he, I think he might get booed in this game. I, My I maybe, City, maybe maybe maybe, but I don't. There's think so. no way there's going to be a video. There'll definitely be a video tribute for Kadri. No, that that's yeah. going to be. Oh, like, yeah. oh that's yeah. going to be tears coming down people's faces yeah. and chills and this guy. that's oh this guy. you won't be the only one. Yes, no doubt sir. about it. Bones. Well, first of all, we'll see if Bones even gets off the bench in the game. We'll see if he even plays. He's going to play. I think he played 16 minutes in the most recent Clippers game, went for like nine points. But Knocks he, down to three. There will down be Mike Malone. I know, I, I know you got to go, but there will be a moment in Bones Highland's career. Maybe it's this spring. Maybe it's three years from now when he's like, wow, I really like stomped my feet out of that amazing scenario. Yep, no and, and look what I'm doing now. What a ballsy win last night, too, by the way. Oh, what a comeback. Are you kidding me? I love it. That was, really, love it that was probably the most signature road win of the season for me. Makes that Memphis game, meh, who cares? Come back and smoke the Clippers with Bones on Sunday, and we're rolling. Here we we're go. rolling. All right, this That's is right. the drive on the fan.